Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is your host, Mark Massaro, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Michelle Ebersole. Nope. Not quite. Jumping the gun, <laughs> Michelle Bader. Michelle For the last Bader. time. I know. Michelle See, wait, wait. Bader. Yeah, I'm like, you have to introduce Bader, Bader, Bo Bader, banana fan of Bo Bader. <laughs> Sorry. What? No, do it right. It's the last time. It's the last time. Introducing me. Introducing. So, okay. Correctly. Yes. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, for the last time, I'm introducing you to Michelle Bader. Hey! How was that? Was that better? That was good. <laughs> We've been, we practiced with our DJ how he's going to introduce us. And it was so cool. Like hearing nice. it. Like, because we were at his house practicing because Haley and him are singing a song, our first dance. Anyways, then we were practicing and he was like, introducing to you, Joel and Michelle Eversole. Well, he was like, He's like, Joel Michelle Bader? No. I'm like, he's like, I'm like, no, no, no. Eversol. He's like, I just see your emails and it's Bader. So I wrote it out for him. I'm like, it's Eversol. Because wouldn't that be funny if he introduced us as Joel Michelle Bader? <laughs> yeah, I would just hear the DJ, like the music just scratch and stop. You know, like, what? <laughs> it's like yes. Everyone's like, what? Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yes. you know, I'm not going to like change it on our podcast artwork, you know, and like the fans still will know me as Michelle Bader, but I think we can introduce the fans, the fans <laughs> i mean so funny. all two of them just kidding <laughs> we know that there's more thank you fans thank fans. you okay we let's say fans. listeners that sounds better i like listeners yeah. listeners it sounds so fans. silly to say we have fans anyways we um, haven't even gotten like past it. the introduction so how are you <laughs> oh good wait did you say your name you did okay yes i said my name <laughs> and then you said mine and <laughs> say, my name, say my name say my name Sorry. You're acting kind of crazy. That's it. I got it. Okay. Yep. How, so this is Mark Massaro here, uh, <laughs> just in case I didn't say it. Um, and what has been up with me lately? Well, yeah. uh, I have some good and some bad. Okay. And uh, I will go with the bad first because I try to focus on the positive. Um, my mom is not doing very well. I got a mm. call that was really difficult and... At the moment, um, I will probably just leave it at that. But, um, you know, just to, you know, kind of say that um, I'm not sure how much time she has left. Mm, um, so that's been hard. Thank yes. you. Um, you know, I, I have a very uh, interesting relationship with my mom, but, um, you know, I, I would... Uh, not like to get into that right now because I, yeah. you know, that's not what this podcast is about. Um, but so that, that's been, that's been difficult. Um, you know, it's just been a lot of, uh, hard feelings because I guess I'll get into it a little bit. It's just that okay. there's, um, it's kind of confusing to know how I should feel. Yeah. Um, because, of a lot of past experiences of course i love her and um you know am, am sad knowing what's going on but i also just i guess i would just say i don't have as close of a relationship with her as a lot of others do with their their mm -hmm. mom um and you know and also i had some weird feelings that it's like um you know my dad left when i was very young and then he passed away um, I found out, you know, in 2010 that he passed away in 2001. So mm, to know wow. that like my only, um, you know, direct bloodline is my brother. Um, 
mean, obviously my children, but you know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, that's been kind of weird. It's kind of like this feeling that uh, I wouldn't really explain to many people, but, uh, well, I guess I guess I'm about to explain it to hundreds, but, um, it's just, um, this odd, like lone, like alone feeling like, wow, like I'm kind of alone in the world. You know what I mean? I'm not because for one, I have, you know, my in-laws, I have my amazing girlfriend, um, who I hope to marry and, you know, all these other things, but just direct family. It's just kind of weird to be like, whoa, like there's none of us left, you know? Right. And so that's, it's just been some stuff I've been processing and, um, you know, trying to get through and stuff, but, um, so thanks for letting me talk about that for a minute. Um, and, uh, so on to the good stuff. Um, first my, my friends are here, they arrived. Um, they are going to be moving into their house, um, very soon here. And, uh, they've been staying with us for the last few days. So it's been, you know, there's been some neat experiences with that, like getting to, uh, go with them to the park, for example. Yeah. Um, it it was just kind of neat, like just standing there with other parents and, you know, just being like, oh, this is cool. Like I, I'm not just like, it's not just full on kid time. Yeah. Park, you know, they're off playing and I'm, you know, I mean, I still get up on the playground, you know how I do. I go down the slide and I go down the twirly whirlies and, you know, <laughs> it's I'm still small enough to fit down all that stuff. So, you know, but my son's all proud of himself because he, he finally went down this slide that he's been scared of since we moved Aww. here. And now he just wants to go to the park all the time. And I'm just like, I told you, dude, like once yeah. you go down that slide, you're going to love it. And so yep. anyways, um, it took me going down with him anyways. I don't know yeah. how I got into that, but it was cool. Uh, you know, hanging out at the park. With yeah. My Are these um, friends from California? Yes. Yes. You, so like some somehow more... you got more people from California to move. <laughs> yes. I just put out the fishing, fishing hook and the, no, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, I made it very clear. Like, um, I'm not really trying to convince anybody to move right. here. I want you to do it. Cause you feel led to move here. Yeah. Um, and I don't want it to have anything to do with me, you know? So right. I, I jokingly told all my friends to move out here. Um, I would never actually convince anybody to move out here because it was right for me. What might be right for me may not be right for some. The That's man not a is... song. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> what was it? I think that was, uh, that was a song from different strokes. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, that <laughs> it wasn't was a real song. It just, you know, that's how my brain works. When I hear uh-huh. like, when I, when I speak and I say a lyric, I just can't help but starting to sing it. So, um, Tina has to deal with a lot of my high pitched <laughs> singing. <laughs> like I'll just be having a serious conversation. And, um, uh-huh. like, there was one I, I sang to her today. It was, a uh, uh, what's the, oh, I was telling her that like, you know, she's the one. And then I was mm-hmm. like, you're still the one I run, I run to. to. <laughs> That's She's like, see, song. you don't like country, but you're sitting here singing Shania Twain. Shania, I'm like, yeah, oh, is that who say, it is? Yeah, <laughs> Shania, that's a good song. I like. So that I one. told her I was gonna go wash my mouth. That was so. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't loathe country music or anything. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. Anyways, um, but onto the really exciting stuff. My girlfriend's birthday is coming up, Yay. and we're about to leave out of town for us tomorrow. For you listening, uh, I just got back yesterday. <laughs> so, because um, nice. r- wait, right? No. Yeah. Are no. you putting it out early? I'm putting it out on time tomorrow morning. Oh my gosh. I forgot what day it was. That was uh-huh. terrible. Because I was, <laughs> was, I was like... originally planning to go see her on Wednesday and then oh, I yeah. backed it up. So that's why I was thinking, I was like, oh, wait, we're recording really early. Anyways, so yes, I will. Happy be 29th birthday, Tina. Yes. Just yes. like me. 
Tina's turning 29. Um, but we're, we're going to her neck of the woods. Um, nice. And uh, we're going to go visit for a few days and I get to meet her son, which I'm excited about. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And and a lot of other family, um, her sister and brother, hopefully, and, um, you know, I some friends, maybe. That we can say her name now. Like, yes. So, say her name. Was... Say her name. See? <laughs> okay. See? Sorry. Because it was <laughs> like, I was afraid I was always going to slip and say her name. I know. So and just say mystery girl but now we can actually say tina and that's a super cute name and she's super cute like she, she is. really is she's, she's cute. awesome yeah she's just good job, she's just good job. In my world thank you i'm all thank you she totally <laughs> reached out to me <laughs> hey but you know. um no but yeah she she's amazing and and even more than you know how cute she is and all that she's just such a wonderful person mm. um she's just so awesome so uh anyway so yeah i'm excited to go visit her and the road trip out there is just absolutely beautiful mm, we get nice. to drive through kentucky into west virginia wow. um and uh so it's a really really pretty drive i'm sure it's you know not because you live in washington it's very green yeah you know? yes so that's yeah. not unusual for you but mm-hmm. uh, you know for, i you know southern california where i lived was very brown throughout the year not now they're getting some crazy rain oh like snow um, too right snow yeah See, everything's all green snow? Yeah. yeah, they got like record snowfall levels in all kinds of places. So um, even where I crazy. lived, it snowed. I heard it snowed yeah. at Disneyland. Heard I heard it snowed that's in crazy. Down, downtown LA. I don't know if that's true. Uh, but, uh, you know, those are very, very rare events. Um, so anyways, uh, very green there now. For those of you in Southern California, I know mm-hmm. it looks beautiful right now. Um, but where I lived in Southern California, when I lived in Orange County, it was a lot more green, a lot more beautiful. But then I moved out to Lake Elsinore, which is a much more uh, desert-ish type area. It's very, um, you know, it's very built out. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like you live in a desert, but it looks like it when you look at the hills and the mountains and everything, mm-hmm. it's all brown. But anyways, um, so uh, the drive out to see her is always so beautiful. It's just through like lush forests and you know it's wow. just really really pretty um yeah it's it's just gorgeous so uh i love the drive but uh mostly you know most of the uh excitement obviously is just going to get to see her <laughs> yeah um and spend her birthday with her because it's nice. gonna be her birthday like i said so um so that's cool that's what's been up with me is probably some other stuff i'm still working on my real estate school um as i mentioned nice. i got my ged so i am officially a high school graduate awesome. i know i've said that in three episodes in a row now it's but i'm good. super proud. proud you should be proud you know and so i like uh talking about it so um mm-hmm. like yeah whatever i get to fill out a different check mark on or checkbox on uh yes certain applications now and stuff and it's cool it's just you know i'm very proud of myself for having accomplished that so i'm i'm you know tearing it up going through the real estate that's a lot of work, but um, I'm I'm enjoying it. My son likes sitting on my lap and doing it with me, so that's fun. Oh. So, anyways, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's up with you, and then we'll get into the episode. Okay. Well, the main thing I'm excited is in five days, two hours and forty minutes, I will be married. That's amazing. Yay, right. That's amazing. Yes. Like I, yeah, I can't even believe it's about to be here. Like forever, it was so far away. And now it's like in days and all of our friends and family are arriving in a few days and we're doing the last minute details. Um, you'll be happy to know I hired a line dance instructor for the wedding, for the reception. Oh, thank God. Right? So happy to know that. So happy to know that. Like she's not going to teach. I was like, I don't want you to like teach one song. I like, I just need, I can do the songs. 
So I picked out like 10 songs. We can still add some more. And like, I love them. I can do them. I just need to see somebody up in front doing it. So I hired her and she's going to come lead line dancing. Like, it's just been like full of these last minute details. Um, My son Hayden came home from college on Friday, which is exciting. But I had a serious, weird grief thing happen. Um, I actually kind of mentioned this on your post where you were saying that, um, um, that your daughter looked like Lacey and I, I were sitting at the dinner table the first night and Hayden's talking to me and I just start tearing up. Like it looked like Luke talking to me. He looked like, he goes, it's because I look like him. Right. Like he guessed it. I was like, Mm. yes, because now he's getting close to being 19. So he's looking more like a man, like. It just was so weird. And and Joel was there too. And he saw that and said it was touching just to see, like, he doesn't get mad about things like that. You know, that's was, awesome. We talked Very about secure it man. Yeah. To see me like almost cry, but that was weird, but it's cool to have him home. Um, Him and Joel are getting haircuts right now, getting all ready for the wedding. Like Hayden's hair is like so long and he has like a full on beard. Um, somebody said he looked like, oh, I don't know, like a werewolf something the other day. I was <laughs> like, he's. Not Teen Wolf, but it was like a werewolf. But like, okay. I'm like, did you bring? So I bought him like some special razor last time. Like, did you bring it home? He's like, no. I'm like, well, you're gonna have to use a regular. Wait, razor. wait, wait, wait. You bought him? Oh, razor. Okay. Like a special electric razor. Or something. Okay, yeah. And then so, anyways, he's getting his hair cut. He's shaving. I'm like, just you know, I can't see your eyes, and we're having pictures that you know, hopefully, we'll have forever. So I love that to be done. And Joel need the haircuts. Anyways, they're out getting a haircut right now. And uh, let's see what else. I had my 29th birthday also. Absolutely. And, um, that was fun. No grief anymore. You know, like it was all about Joel spoiling me. It was like, okay, I think it was like Friday or Saturday. I'm like, so my birthday starts now, even though it's Monday. And uh, <laughs> we went out to eat and just like, it was all, he's, his whole thing was like, you get to choose everything. Like, I'm like, can we watch a Hallmark movie? And he's like, yep your choice so everything was my choice that's awesome wonderful do you still have your hallmark membership or was that just a christmas time no this year i did it the whole year 65 dollars the whole year i know i was like i'm having this year round and there's a lot of good shows and so (laughs) we did that all three of my kids wrote me like heartfelt or they they did things so like hayden texted me like a really nice thing about how inspiring i am and how strong i am and then Haley wrote, she made a gift and like wrote this thing about how she's like, I'm so inspired, same kind of thing. And then Peyton made me a video oh, and wow. just about how strong I am. So they all had the same theme and that's cool. And that they're happy for me. And so that was cool. Um, what else? Like we had a really great dinner with Joel the other night when it was the first, no, second dinner with the three kids and him. And just about, you know, he explained, I'm never trying to take your dad's place. I want to be your friend. I want to be your support person. And um, I, I love hearing about your dad, which I don't think he'd ever said that to them before. So that was huge. And then they were able to express, like we just talked about, you need to express how you're feeling. And they were able to talk about it and how they are happy for me, but it's hard. And so that was just a really good, good step in the right. Um, Cause they can have both of those feelings, right? Yes. Yes. And you know what? I want to read what? something that I wrote um, that just reminded me. So we decided at the beginning of our wedding, um, we want to read this thing about grief and happiness, how you might be feeling most of those things. And now this is not my original idea. There was another widow. I don't remember her name who did this and I saw it on Instagram. And so I took a little bit of hers, but I 
um, wrote my own and I'd love to read it to you guys. Yeah. Totally. So it's not super long. So we've, we're doing it at the very beginning. Like after I walk down the aisle, the pastor's going to say that Joel and Michelle have something they want to share. It's kind of like the elephant in the room. Let's address it. Let's, mm. let's talk about this. So thank you so much for coming here to celebrate this joyous day with us. We understand that today you will be filled with many emotions, some of them conflicting. We want you to know that whatever you are feeling is okay, for we would not be here today if both of our families had not experienced countless tears and years of grief. We ask that if you come here today with lots of happiness and excitement, you take a deep breath and realize that while today is good and joyful and beautiful, for some people, it is a reminder of what isn't anymore. We ask that you pray for those who are deeply affected by this pain. Neither Joel or I or our kids got here without first experiencing immense brokenness, the loss of a husband and dad, and the death of a marriage and family unit. We also ask that if you come into this wedding with sadness, know that we hold that too, and pray that you can see the beauty in this uniting of families and experience joy today. In our lives, both separately and together, we have seen God turn mourning into dancing and make beauty from ashes. We want you to know that it's okay to feel both happiness and sadness, and that one does not cancel out the other. It's important to feel all emotions. For what we feel, we heal. Over two years ago, I felt God promised me that he would redeem and restore all that I had lost and bring back the joy of my youth. And here we are today, that promise being fulfilled in a way I could have never dreamed of. God is the ultimate healer and restorer of hearts. And we pray that you feel and see that today. Wow. That's really beautiful. Thank you. Right. I really like that. Yeah. It's just like showing everybody that it's okay because both of our families in different ways have experienced grief. Mm. And, you know, mm. really it's, I think my kids, they like it too. I've read it to two of them. Um, and I think it helps them feel valid. Like, yeah, yes. like this, I I'm glad that you're acknowledging that this isn't easy for me. I know it's not yes. easy for my kids. Yes. And so we just wanted to acknowledge that and be like, it's okay. So, um, really excited to have that done. And anyway, it's just been like doing all kinds of wedding stuff. And when it gets crazy. I try to remember this is fun. Like, and, and I do remember that like cancer is stressful wedding planning. No. Like when people are like, are you, isn't it so stressful? No, like, <laughs> this is not stressful. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's not like someone dying. Like it's all perspective. And that's like, I'm doing all this to have a great day because I'm getting married. Like I'm happy. Mm. I'm so happy. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a lot about what's been going on with me. That's great. No, that, and seriously, that's so beautiful. Um, Thank you. I really like that. And I really was like feeling it as you were saying it. Um, it's just, gosh, it's, it's so neat to, to just put it into words like that. Yeah. Um, because there, there is a lot of pain obviously. And, yeah. and, you know, you guys didn't choose these, you didn't choose to be here, um, to a certain degree, you know what I mean? And so that's, yeah. that's really neat to like, just kind of put it into words like that for everybody and, um, address it. I think that's super cool. Um, Thanks. so you are welcome. <laughs> what can I say except so, you're welcome. So today's episode is called as you probably read in the title oh yeah that's true days away from being married and widowed so today we're going to be doing things just a little bit differently true um i'm going to be 
um, you know, sort of asking Michelle questions and sort of an interview style. All right. Um, and just for the record, I don't know what the questions are yet. I feel like they're going to come to me. <laughs> okay. But, um, I, I think, well, you know, I'm just saying we didn't, like, as always, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. No. So, you know, if I'm, if I say, um, a few extra times, you know, forgive me. Remember uh, when I used to, cut, uh, I used to cut out every, um, do you know how long that took oh me? Oh my gosh. I forgot. Like the first couple I episodes. That. I'm like, this yeah. is forever now Girl, can you stop saying um so much but i think it was both of us right <laughs> yes and like oh like and um and i was like deleting about oh it took forever it's better just we're from be the west real. coast like That's we just right. say like it. we need these filler words actually like, i know it makes you sound uneducated not you like in general <laughs> I, know what you're you know? saying. Uh, I don't hear it that way though when i hear people saying no. um and like a lot until i notice it and then i can't unhear it yeah. uh so anyways um <laughs> So I will start with, first of all, what joy are you feeling? And let's just start that. What okay. What is the, talk about the joy that you're, that mm. you're feeling. There's so much, like, I feel like a, a giddy little girl. Like I'm so excited, <laughs> which I feel is the joy of my youth that I felt God promised me that, you know, to review other episodes, I was at a grief retreat and I, I pictured myself at this field running across it when I was a kid. And I felt like God said two things to me, I'm going to restore the joy of your youth and I'm going to redeem and restore everything you lost. And it's like seeing it actually happen. And just the way that it happened, I actually did a little TikTok today. I've done one forever. And I was talking about, let God write your love story. Like, I remember crying to my best friend, like, where am I going to find somebody? And she's like, let God write your love story. And I know you feel the same way. Like mm -hmm. you had no idea how it was going to happen. And God wrote your love story yeah. with a little thanks to Michelle for starting a podcast, but you know, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but little, like, give a little credit where credit is due, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, really God had to write that. We had to meet first. I mean, so many factors had to happen yeah. in order for our love stories to be written. And so I'm just feeling the joy of that. I'm feeling like, wow, like down to like the miracle of my house and how I got this and how I have this and like just all these miracles. I'm like, God, you are so good. I'm just feeling the joy of partnership because Luke was sick so much. We didn't have a lot of partnership as far as him being able to go out and do activities with me. And like, it was the norm that Luke wouldn't go with me, not because he didn't want to, but because of his sickness and his pain, like I just assumed he wouldn't go to things. And with Joel, it's the opposite. I assume he's going unless something big comes up and he goes with me to everything. And he was like, he's picking up the kids today. Like he just does things for me that like, I know Luke's heart wanted to, but he couldn't. And so the joy of partnership, I think that's something that I'm feeling. Um, the joy of like, I only have to say goodbye to him at night five more times. Like, I hate saying goodbye to him at night. I'm like, can't wait till you can just stay. Like, it'll be so great. <laughs> Even though he only lives a mile away and he comes right back in the morning. It's just that point um, yeah. that I'm excited to wake up to him every day and to have like a partner again. You know, that was one of the hardest things about becoming a widow or widower for me. It was the nighttime being alone. And I'm excited to have somebody next to me. Like, I'm excited about having a partner in life. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had that somewhat with Luke, he couldn't do everything he needed to do. And then now it's been almost three years since he's been gone and just like not feeling the weight of everything on me anymore. The responsibility mm -hmm. is not all mine anymore. And then like, we're about to connect our finances and like that's all the financial stuff is not on me anymore. <laughs> 
Like mm. all the decisions are not on me. Now, of course, he will never discipline my kids or anything. And they don't really need it. Like they're good kids, but like he will help me make decisions, but I will do whatever needs to be done. But just having another person to bounce ideas off of. Okay. What do you think about this? What should we do in this situation? Like just feeling that camaraderie of like, I'm going to have that again. And I don't, if you are widowed, especially if you're newly widowed, like this is not to make you like sadder that you don't have that. This, the point of this is to give you hope. If this is something you want, some people never want it again. That if you are wanting something, there is like, I didn't think this was going to happen for me. You know, I knew God gave me the promise, but I didn't know how, how in the world, you know, and just to review, Joel and I went to college together, reconnected over Facebook and here we are. And, um, so I guess the joy that I'm feeling is just all of those things combined. And of course I'm excited to go to Hawaii. We're about to go to Hawaii. I'm excited to (laughs) celebrate with all my friends and family. The last time I had a big event, it was Luke's celebration of life, like where people were flying in and all that. And so I'm, I'm just overjoyed to have it be a good event, like where we're truly celebrating and just I'm just so happy. Like, I don't really know how to explain it other than like, I feel so thankful that God has given me this gift of Joel and we get to share our lives together. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's an adventure. Like he's very adventuresome and like, we're excited about our future. Who knows where we'll go? Who knows what we'll do? You know, he used to be a missionary and he said he may want to do that again someday. And I'm like, okay, like, well, we'll see what the future brings, you know? And it's just exciting. So that's, that's super that's cool. What I'm feeling. That's really neat. And I think, um, you know, this would probably be an important um, place to like interject and say that we understand that a lot of you listening are very new. To yes. This. So yes. the thought of what we're talking about is probably hard for you to wrap your heads around yes. uh, for uh-huh. a lot of you. And that's okay. Um, but I also want you to, to take into consideration that we are both almost three years away from also it wasn't sudden for either one of us right so it was a a long time of you know watching our marriages fall apart um yeah because of sickness and illness and so um and michelle and i have focused a great deal on leaning on god for Mm. healing yeah. And leaning into the Lord and having this much time go by that we've been doing life by ourselves for us, the idea of being married again is super exciting. Yeah. But that being said, we still miss our marriages to our spouses and yeah, we sure. always will. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't be excited for your new start in life. And like I said, in that other episode, it sounded kind of harsh, but like someone said, just because they died, you don't have to. Mm, true. And, it, and it is harsh, honestly, it's harsh, but it's not meant in any harsh way. It's just a, a reality of life that like, we're always given options in life that either you can quit yeah, and disappear into your sadness forever. And people would understand. Yeah. Or you can choose that you don't want to live that way for the rest of your life and that you want to try to find joy in life again. And I know that's what Lacey would have wanted for me and the kids. She doesn't want us to be alone and, you know, struggling and, you know, different things like, and I know that Luke wouldn't have wanted that for you, for you to be alone and struggling. And so I say that just to put sort of a preface on it, that it's okay 
um, to be excited for a new chapter in life. And I think it's yeah. beautiful. And um, I know that majority of the people listening um, really understand that. So, yeah. but I just wanted to say that. Yeah, so, no, that's important. Then again, the most obvious next question will be, um, tell us about the grief mm. that it brings not necessarily, I mean, you can go into specifics if you specifics if you want to, but the grief that it brings, knowing that you're about to start a new marriage, I would imagine that there has to be something that yeah. you could touch on with that. You know, not that it means you're sad, but right. just that it has to bring some reality to yeah. the situation all over again. Cause we we do that, right? In widowhood, yeah. we kind of go through these phases of having to remember over and mm-hmm. over again that we're you know, that we lost them. So what do you think about that? There's definitely been grief along the whole journey of like going back to when I first started uh, getting back in the dating world at all. There's always pieces of grief with that and then getting into a relationship and then getting engaged and now about to be married. There's been different parts. Um, I think my hardest grief is still for my kids. Just Mm -hmm. um, the fact that yeah, even Hayden was like, I would have never guessed when we were having our family dinner, you know, if he would have said five years ago, you know, even though his dad was dying at that point, well, he was a couple years away from it. Um, he would, I would have never thought we'd be in the situation where you're getting married again. Like, it's right. just so hard for my mind. Like they, they're having a hard time. I mean, they're accepting, but it's also, it's conflicting. They're having conflicting feelings. And so my biggest grief that even, you know, another marriage brings up is for my kids, that this is hard for them. They're adjusting to like, there's going to be another man living in our house. And like, oh, you know, just even like Hayden told me, um, so he tried on his suit for the wedding and then Joel was kind of like adjusting it for him, trying to figure it out. And he was like, even that was weird for me. The last time someone did that with me was daddy. Like mm. just even that feeling was strange for him. Brought some, there's going to be all these little moments in them that bring mm-hmm. up stuff. And um, just even probably right now, getting going with Joel to get a haircut. He used to do that with Luke. Like, mm. so there's, there's probably always going to be things for them that are like, oh, that's a little bit different for me. And I think I mentioned it last week that I had a grief moment um, while we're like, packing away. I have Luke's clothes. I'm just putting some of them away for later. Um, they were under my bed. We had to get a new bed, all these things. And then I see this framed picture of, um, Luke and I on our honeymoon. And like, it just, he was looking at me and like, what would Luke feel about all this? You know, but I had to realize like in his perfect state, like it's all good. He'd be happy. There's somebody taking care of me, but it's just, I can't even explain the feeling when it's like, Whoa, I'm about to be married again. Like, and then there's grief that comes with that. What if I lose another husband? But then Mm. it's like, I can't live with that. Um, I can't like live in fear. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because if that day, God forbid ever comes, um, you know that you will have to walk through it again. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, you can't live in fear of the what ifs. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was okay. So I would be okay again, but praying that never happens, but yeah, of just, course. um, yeah, the, just different moments, there'll be grief, but there it's a lot less now. Like I said, it's for my kids or that moment when he looked just like Luke, like it was literally like Luke talking to me, like his eyes, his face, except for his hair is really long, like long and the, and the beard and all that. But like, I could see his <laughs> eyes and 
everything and it was just like whoa like this is so strange but um I I don't have a lot of grief moments that doesn't mean I love Luke any less I've been explaining that in in doing some of my grief recovery sessions um with actually people who are listeners and just talking about it doesn't mean you love your husband any less if you are taking steps to move forward because that's a common fear or if you date again doesn't mean you love your spouse any less some widows wear it like a badge of honor like as long mm-hmm. as I grieve and don't date anyone that's how much I loved my spouse my late spouse that's not true mm-hmm. you know so yeah so I would say most of my grief is for the kids and then I have a little bit here and there and then I just had this weird urge like I was right by um Luke's cemetery where he is buried or his ashes are buried in um yesterday and I wanted to go visit, but it was raining, but I decided tomorrow I'm going to be back out in the same area. Like, I just want to go. I don't, I can't even explain exactly why. I just want to talk to him. Even though I know he's not there. It's something that I do once in a while. It's been a long time since I visited and I just want to go and just be like, I'm getting married. And I don't know, just something Mm -hmm. that is part of my process. I just want to go by myself, go there tomorrow, the week of my wedding. And, um, I don't know exactly why, but I just, it doesn't like, matter why. Yeah. I don't have why. to know why. It's just like yeah. something I want to do. I'll probably bring some flowers and just have a couple moments, like quote unquote, talking to him. But, you know, usually I'm just praying and stuff like that. Um, so uh, that came over me. But most of all, I don't I don't have a lot of grief, but a little bit to answer your question. And that's that's, you know, it, that makes perfect sense. I think that's, um, you know, well, and it, it's kind of reminds me of this, the episode that I recorded by myself a couple episodes ago. Mm, yeah. Um, the, you don't have to let go. Yeah. You don't have to let go of the love. And I think, I think what helps the healing process is obviously there's the stages of grief and then you come to one of acceptance. But I, I really mean that on a deeper level. Like when you've, when you've come to accept the reality that they are not coming back, right. that helps you move forward. Because you don't have to feel guilt about it because you can't hold on to something that's not, you know, it's not like, um, it's not like you have marital troubles and you're holding out, hoping that you guys can reconcile your marriage, you know, it's, and that you would feel bad moving forward in that instance, you know, um, potentially. And so it's, uh, it's not like that. And so I think that's really helpful for people to get to that point where no matter how much it hurts, because it hurts, because you and I both walked through it, it hurts but you have to accept the reality that they are not coming back. What do you want the rest of your life to look like? Because no matter how much it feels like they are still a part of your life, because it does, um, unfortunately they're not. And so you do have to come to this realization that like, I want to find joy again. But for me that, you know, or what rather what I was explaining in that episode is that doesn't mean that I have to let go of Lacey. Exactly. I bring her forward with me. I still Mm -hmm. cherish her and love her. And I'm so thankful and grateful for the beautiful life. She helped me create the beautiful children, the amazing family that she connected me to um, that still love me and care about me and want good things for me. And so, um, you know, but it's, you know, of course we wish it never happened, but it did. And when you get to a place of being able to accept that, that's when you can move forward with your own journey um, and and healing process for Mm -hmm. sure. So, okay. So my next question for you, this is just kind of one that I want to know, but I'm sure everyone else will be interested in this too. I have a very hard time um, with Tina because Lacey and I used to always say 
Um, you know, I can't wait to grow old with you. Mm. I'm going to love you forever. Um, you know, and I, I can't wait to, you yeah. know, whatever, all these things you'd say that now feel very hard for uh-huh. me to say. And yeah. I always mm-hmm. have to preface it with, you know, well, God willing, I always interrupt myself, you know, when I'm like, you know, I promise to treat you well forever. Well, you know, only God knows how long that right. is. You know what I mean? I feel like I always oh, yeah. have to say that. And it's so hard to just speak freely the yeah. way I want to, um, in the way that I want to love her. And do you experience that? Oh yeah. Like when Joel's like, um, we'll love each other for the rest of our lives or something, or I'm like, well, we don't know. Or like, if he'll be like, uh, something he said the other day about the rest of your life. I'm like, well, I don't, we don't know, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah. to sound harsh. I mean, and I don't say the forever things I don't say, and he doesn't really either. Um, because I think he knows that, that I don't like that. So it hasn't really been like an issue so, so much, but just, I've noticed it that I you don't, noticed it. Yeah. I noticed that I don't want to say that because yes. I can look back at notes and cards with Luke and all these things like, I love you forever. Oh, this one. I was like, I'll be, I just threw it away as I was playing things. I took a picture to remember it, got rid of the big, it was one of those big cards. It was a Valentine's day card. And it was like, I'm going to be your wife forever, even in heaven. <laughs> and like <laughs> like that can't happen like I can't have two husbands in heaven and we know we've talked about this in episodes like it's biblically not correct but mm. at that and we used to joke about it like I was like no we are going to get married be married in heaven he's like that's not how it works I'm like well we are like I can't <laughs> not be married to you but now obviously I get why that can't be the plan too because you could have but you know spouses. we can say comfortably I will love you forever because we well, will I love each other true. in heaven yeah. But yeah, but but yeah, of course, you know what I'm talking. I'm talking about the things where, like I said, probably my best example that I can think of off the top of my head is like, I can't wait to grow old with you or, right. um, yeah, that's uh, a good one. you know, or when I see people and, you know, I, I love seeing them. I'm happy for the people. But when I see people, hey, happy anniversary, baby, happy 10 year yeah. anniversary. Here's to another 10 years. I'm like, right. you don't know that you're going to get 10 right. more years. You know, Do you write that? <laughs> I, I can't know. I know. Right. That'd be so messed up. But I just can't help. My brain goes to that dark place because I'm like, yeah. oh, you don't know that. Like, don't, you know, also, you know, you don't want to watch people take their spouses for granted because you know how fragile life is. They might not feel, they're like, oh, we're young, you know? Yeah. I'm like, Lacey was 34 years old. That's young. Exactly. You know? That's young. Yeah. And um, so that was the one question is the saying forever. That was just a personal thing. But so this kind of segues me what I just said into my next question. So what new stuff are you going to bring into your marriage and or what experience from marriage that you had with Luke is going to strengthen your marriage with Joel. Oh, those are big ones. Like what new stuff, like things that I didn't have in my last marriage or what do you mean? Uh, I don't know why you got to call me out. I'm just, I, I thought it sounded smart. clever. Answer it however you want. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but just, uh, no, like what, what stuff that um, you didn't have in your marriage? And, you know, maybe I can think of an example. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of times, um, I was like nervous about going and doing things with Lacey, mm. um, because it's just kind of my personality for some reason I have like, uh, it's funny cause I, I can perform really well in social settings. Yeah. Um, but I'm very nervous leading up to them. 
So like, you know, and I don't mean like perform well, like it's a performance when you go to like a family dinner or whatever, but you know, when I know there's going to be a lot of people there and even though I know it's people I love and they love me and we're going to have great conversations, I still get this like anxiety about going to them. And so I used to like sometimes not want to go to things. And um, I mean, I went to them because, you know, I wanted to make Lacey happy, but um, I don't want to bring those fears into a new marriage. I want to just be like, be me and be okay with who I am. Um, So is there anything, and that might be kind of a question that requires more thought. Um, You know, you might not be able to think of an answer on the fly to that specifically, but just, is there anything along those lines that you want to talk about? Yeah. And I think I lived this way in my last marriage too, after so many years of sickness, but it's to really carpe diem, seize the day and cherish every moment. And if it's not cancer, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Like, like those, those things, like Joel and I had something difficult come up in the last few weeks and it was, it had something to do with like money stuff and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? It's not cancer. It's not a big deal. Like, it's just like, if money can fix it or time can fix it, it's not a big problem. Yeah. So just, or even for those that are listening that didn't experience cancer, it's not oh, death. Right. It's not death. So, yes. so same difference, but I just wanted to like add that for people, you know? Yes. That just keeping that in perspective. And I've already done that many times with Joel, like, well, it's not, and he already has such a positive attitude about everything that that's not yes. hard for him to have that attitude too. Like he's always looking at the positive. And so, um, definitely continuing that on. And, you know, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, I'm just experiencing something different with being able to do all these things with Joel. Um, I can't think of a lot of things that I would do, like I'll do differently. It's just, okay. So what about the next part of it? Like, what do you you feel like? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you feel like, um, because of your experience as a wife that you will be, um, let's say uh, comparative to when you first got married and you were newly married, never been married before, you know, you learn a lot after being married for so long. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So what sort of things do you feel like um, are just going to kind of be easier starting a new marriage? Oh, um, I know I can survive anything. I know I can be a hundred percent loyal, committed um, because I went through like the worst things. Mm, and was mm-hmm. by Luke's side. And so I don't have any doubt that anything that hits us will be able to survive because I've been through it. I mean, and yes. I know I believed that too when I was young, but I was like 24 and naive, like never Yeah, really you were naive. saying that like, inexperienced. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot more experience now, you know, actually living through death. And so I'd say that's a lot different from like the beginning um, of- our marriage. And then also, obviously, like I didn't have kids at the beginning of the last one. And this one being so much more experienced and how to deal with kids. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't really know everything except for like, I know I'm really good at being really loving and a, like a really loyal, loyal wife. And I know how to love well. Like I love a lot <laughs> and um, like intensely. And I feel like that's something that's a positive can be a negative in the wrong situations. But in this situation uh, with my (laughs) soon to be husband, um, it's a really, really good thing because I know he'll feel supported and he already does. 
um, in everything he does and loved and cared for. But I don't think that's not any different than my first marriage. I guess I just, it became stronger as I went through everything with Luke, like mm. we got through so many storms. There were like today, for instance, today we're driving to school. We see an ambulance and a fire truck at the neighbor's house, like a few down. And I go, Oh, I don't miss that feeling. The kids are like, yeah, I know. I'm like, remember when the ambulance used to come to our house a lot? And they were like, yeah, mm, you know, I remember just, that. yeah. Like that that's sucky. Feeling. It's so dark. Oh, and it was just like, whoa, like we got through so many storms like that. So many hospital visits, so many things. And it's like, I know no matter what Joel and I will survive anything and everything that comes at us. Mm. And it's this, it's a good feeling. Like like, I've done that before. I know I can do it again. Like I know without, I would imagine that it also, you know, because you also in marriage, you really learn how to love. It's yeah. not just naturally being good at it, but you learn how to love a spouse. You learn how to um, work together. You learn how to sacrifice. You learn how it doesn't always have to be your way or whatever, yeah. you know, um, and that you have to give and take and give and take, you know, and all these different things. And um, so, yeah, I was just kind of curious about yeah. that because I, I know that there's a lot of things that I learned in marriage that, you know, I was very, uh, I was much better. Uh, I feel like I was always a good husband to Lacey. Um, yeah, I know I was. But I feel like I was even better towards the end, you know, and I feel like um, it's taught me well, um, you know, a lot about women in general, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I feel like what I learned, there's so many things that I learned from, from Lacey that um, I automatically get to apply to Tina. Right. And, um, you know, just about, um, well, for example, like, uh, I don't want to have to be asked to help around the house. Right. It yeah. was something I didn't really know because Lacey and I were just different, but I, yeah. I learned a lot about like what a husband should be and what a husband should do for his bride and all these different things. And so like, I don't want to have to be asked to help. I mm, want to just good. get up yeah. and help, you know, and right. I don't want to have to be asked if I could do the dishes sometimes or whatever. I just want to do the dishes and just serve, you know? Yeah. Um, and those were things that I knew come, you know, year eight, nine, 10, whatever, but right, like, true. I maybe didn't know for the first few, few years. And so there was a lot of growing that we did yeah. as, you know, as you learn how to put two lives together, mm-hmm. that, that creates a lot of experience. And so, um, so also um, kind of leads me to another question. Mm-hmm. So, you've been living life alone mm-hmm. for three years. Oh, just about three years, but you know, yeah. um, yeah. doing everything alone. So, and that's all the, so, you know, men and women, generally speaking, I don't mean to sound, you know, as assumptive or anything, or like women can't do this and men can't do that. But like, generally speaking, men have certain roles. Women have certain roles. Mm-hmm. You and I, and everybody listening, um, we've been doing both roles for yeah. so long. So, what are you most excited about not having to do anymore? Mm, everything that has to do with fixing, like <laughs> fixing, taking apart, doing like even today. So um, Hayden's bed broke, which I think he's just outgrown it. Like it's a kid, it's a twin size bed. And we were going to put a new bed in his room anyways, but just a little bit before they left today, they were in there with the screw gun unscrewing. Thing. It was just nice. Like. I don't have to figure out how to do this. And he can teach Hayden how to do things. Yeah. Um, anything to do with cars or like all of that stuff or mowing the lawn or like anything, like 
anything that I don't like doing, <laughs> you know, we don't have near my old house. I remember the first time I set a mouse trap and just like things like that. Um, my curtain fell down. I couldn't reach it. He came in and fixed it for me, just like everything. And he wants to do it. And it's so awesome. So just to have all, and even the things like he's been helping picking up the kids so I can do the podcast, like things like that. It's been so nice because that's it's just, so cool. He's been, you know, in the area about two months. And so just having that extra person to help him, I, I forget sometimes, or even, oh, on my birthday, he wanted to let me sleep in. So he came and got the kids and took them to school. So I didn't have to get up like just such nice things. Like I like, I love all that, but I'm so like happy to give up trying to fix things and figure things out. And like, Oh, one day my dad was like, it's so great. It was like right before Joel came and one of my chairs broke at my old table. And he was like, it's not my problem anymore. Joel's coming. <laughs> and so it was, you know, I'm thankful That's to awesome. have my dad and my brothers who helped me with things over the years. Sure. Um, but it's so, so nice to have, have Joel here. So yeah, there's tons of things that he's already doing that I absolutely love. Oh, and bills. I don't like that. He's just already taken out when something comes in the mail. Most of it is, you know, automatic, but anything that's not, he goes on there and pays and like just all that stuff that I hate figuring out. And like, he's talking about, I don't know, investments and blah, blah, like things I know nothing about. It's like, yeah, we got to invest in them. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, it's just nice. I can already tell you right now, there's so many people listening to this that are like, oh, I want that again so bad. <laughs> yes. um, and I know there's some listeners that have gotten remarried and some that aren't even ready to think about that yet. But yeah. I know there's a large percentage of you, I'd say right in the middle yeah. that are um, hearing you say this and are like, I want that so bad. And so I know for for men, um, there's a lot of things too that yeah. are, you know, exciting to, um, for me, I'm, I'm most excited about having a partnership. Yes. Again, like you're saying. Yes. And, um, just like one of the things that I just get so excited thinking about. And when I think about marrying Tina is, um, yeah, discussing things together, yes. not having every single responsibility be on my shoulders. Yes. And, and every single problem that needs to be solved, like, cause you know, we're human. Mm -hmm. I, I don't always pick the right answer. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it's not always the right thing, but one, you know, one thing that I'm, um, I'm like, I tell Tina, I'm like, I swear to you, I will fix everything. Yeah. I will fix everything. You don't have to take care of your car anymore. You don't have to, right. pick, up, so you don't nice. have to pick up dog poop. I will do all of it. If you will, do, and not if, but just saying like, yeah. what I want I want you to handle like kids, doctor visits and yeah. dental appointments and keeping track of stuff like that. And um, those are the things I hate. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to have somebody to grocery shop with. Yeah, I'm excited that when I want to, um, you know, go on my super healthy eating kick that I have somebody to do it with. Oh, yes. Somebody it's so to motivate me, yes. somebody to like inspire me. And um, there's just so many things I think about that I'm so excited for us to join our lives because yes. I miss that. Like. Oh, the depths of my core. I just miss that, um, you know, bilateral um, relationship where it's like, yeah. you do this, I'll do that. Right. I don't have that. I run around with a headache all day trying yeah. to freaking take her. And I also, now this is on me, but I keep a very, very clean house. That's a good thing. So it is a good thing, but it's a lot of work between yeah. keeping, you know, like I've had people say, well, your kids are in school and you have that time. I'm like, you don't understand yeah. me though. 
Yeah. I don't just come home and sit down and no, watch TV sure for do. the day. I come home and I'm I'm working on stuff, fixing sure. things or mm-hmm. upgrading something or changing something or handling something. And there's so much to do. Yeah. And that I will get anxiety if I don't stay on top of everything. Yeah. So I'm so excited to have half of that taken away. You know, yes. like that just sounds so exciting. And I know Tina feels the same way. Um, because like, you know. She, I just know there's, I can hear it in her voice when we talk about things and she talks about this thing that her dog damaged or whatever. And, and I'm able to be like, and I can hear how, how bad it seems to her. She's like, oh my gosh, he chewed up this or he chewed up that. And I'm like, Hey, like I can fix that. That's easy. Yeah. Like I, I could fix that for 20 bucks, you know? Yeah. And like, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know? And, um, but she's, you know, and you too, I know you're the same way, but she has, done a remarkable job at fixing things and doing Mm -hmm. things and taking on that role. And I'm like really proud when I hear she like changed the spark plugs and uh, coil coil packs on her daughter's car. And, um, you know, just all kind of, I could list a whole bunch of stuff she's done on her own that she, she just built a fire pit in her backyard. She liked mine. Wow. Uh And she, well, the fire pit, excuse me, the fire pit, her husband built, but Mm. she built this beautiful surround area with, um, timbers and filled it in with rocks and, she laid down all the plastic and everything. It was just awesome. So I was like really proud of her, but I know equally she is super excited about not having to do that stuff anymore and just having a, a man step in and say, Hey, yeah. like, I got this. Don't worry yeah. about it. I yeah, got the, the tools to fix it. I got the know-how to fix it. Like I got it, you know, yeah. And you the, just sit in the house and drink some iced tea, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. And just like the cooking part of it, like he loves cooking. And then he likes, he says he likes it when I do it with him. Like it's an experience. It's something together. And then just like, it's just so amazing. Like we were making something together and then I got a phone call that I really need to take. And he knew I was hungry. And instead of like being mad that I'm not helping him, he brings me over like a tray of some vegetables. I eat vegetables now. So like know, all these vegetables awesome. and all these different things. So I can eat it while I'm on the phone while he's making the food. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, he says awesome. to me, he's like, so often, like, I got it. Why don't you go upstairs and take a bath? I'm like, really? really? Like, oh, cause I was like, I can't, I'm going to have to pick up Peyton. He's like, I'll pick him up. You go take a bath. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, That's just... so awesome. What a good man. So, oh I my like gosh. Him. I could go on and on. Good job, Joel, dude. You are a rock star. I, I don't know if he still listens, but dude, he does. Well, he's man. been a little busy because every second that he's like do, not doing stuff, he's with me, but I think yeah, he's yeah. we listened to one together the other day, but I was wondering if I could share some fun wedding details. Yes. Especially women like these things. Like I yes. just wanted to, to share some special touches um, and I'll, I'll post pictures later. I'll have a link to pictures people can check out and stuff, but just some fun things. So we are getting married in a hanger, like a big, huge hanger. It has these beautiful lights, like strung on the whole thing. Like it looks like a big barn inside, which is what I was looking for. And it's like these white lights everywhere. They didn't have them up until last week when we went to visit. I was like, this is so perfect. And there's beautiful That's sunlight rad. coming down. So I want to get like the ceremony during the light and then the dancing and everything at night. And, you know, I wanted the lights to be on. And so it's totally beautiful. Um, so this is kind of a fun, special fact. And you could probably find it in one of our episodes. At the very beginning of Joel and I, our friendship, we weren't even dating. He sent me this song. <clears throat> called dancing on the no dancing on the water i talk about it in one of the episodes and it's about god carrying you through all this well Haley learned it and she's singing it um, oh, nice. during the wedding while we're doing communion and then she's gonna put down the mic and join us for unity sand so mm-hmm. him and his son will do some and we'll do some and we'll mix it all together so that's fun and when we are done when they pronounce this husband and wife like at the end 
Um, we're going to play um, Celebrate Good Time, Celebration. You know, I'm just going to start with Celebrate, and I'm going to, like, dance I'm down the aisle, of course. Good times. Come, come on. on. Yeah. Yep, that one. And then um, when we come back into the ceremony, when they announce us, and we have this beautiful, like, green wall with a neon sign, and we're going to be right in front of that, and it says the Eversoles, and they're going to say, you know, announcing you know, Mr. and Mrs. Joel Ebersole, and it's going to play Come Fly With Me by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> That's great. He's a pilot, and it is kind of perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then our first dance is called Until I Found You. I'm going to link it because you guys need to listen to it. It's beautiful. And that's Haley and the DJ singing that, and he's playing the guitar. It's so beautiful. And we're going to learn a little dance move. We should probably learn that soon. Um, Big and- idea. And then we're going to do a father-daughter dance. Like I'll be doing it while he's doing a mother-son dance. And we're doing that and t- from uh, Frank Sinatra, The Way You Look Tonight. Mm, uh, nice. So I thought that would be fun. And then what else I want to tell you about the songs? Okay, I think that's all the fun thing, the line dancing, you know, all the stuff. We've got a photo booth that is also our guest book. Like it's an old-fashioned, you go in it, close the little curtain, it prints out two strips. You keep one and put one in the uh, the photo thing and then you sign it. That's, so that's really smart. I like right? that. Yeah. That's our guest yeah. book. There's so many like fun touches like this. Okay. Then it's time for us to go. Our send away is going to be paper airplanes. So we'll tell everybody make these paper airplanes before we go. And then they're going to throw them not at us over our heads. Hopefully it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Haley's like, they're going to. Somebody's getting their eye poked. That's what Haley said. I'm like, no, it's going to be cute. So it's like paper airplanes as we like, oh, and we're having a taco dinner. It's going to be so good. Nice. And lemon bars. Tina would love brownies. that. That's her favorite food. Oh, nice. Yeah. And <laughs> lemon bars and brownies and cake. And, you know, we'll have our toast, all the stuff. And then when we leave, it's leaving on a jet plane. Mm-hmm. And we have a plane parked in front. Uh, we got it all secured. It's all we have the plane ready. Going to be in front of the hangar, and everyone is going to watch us get in there. Hopefully, it's not raining. It's predicted to be clear right now, and we're going to get in it. And if it's good weather, we will fly off. And if it's bad, we'll just taxi around to where they can't see us over to the airport, and there are our cars over there. So That's it's cool. going to be like super cute. But I'm hoping we get to fly away. I just think it'll be so fun to like. Yeah, like, heck yeah. Literally. Oh my gosh, that's like a dream wedding. That's right? so cool. Yeah. I know. I feel so. I don't like the word lucky blessed. I like, I feel so blessed. It's all coming together and like, it's going to be beautiful. And all my friends and family are going to be there. Well, not all of them. I know you can't make it, but you'll be there in spirit. And, um, and I'm sure we'll debrief all about it on the next podcast. Yes. But, uh, yeah. And then the next day we are going to Kauai in Hawaii. Our and hands. is now Joel is not flying you guys to Hawaii, no right? I don't think that, he can do that like I was gonna say can he do that long of a flight no, or I don't know how that works the planes he flies need gas every little while so that wouldn't work so they just have a military plane re- refuel you mid-flight nice <laughs> I don't think it'd be as relaxing for him no so. that would be scary yeah no yeah I get it that's super cool and so uh, yeah it's, yeah it's absolutely a, a dream a dream you know what I think is the most beautiful thing, the most beautiful takeaway from this is, first of all, and a lot of our listeners have heard a, a lot of your journey too, but, you know, especially from my perspective, um, I remember one of the first things you said to me was that promise that God gave me. Yeah. And I've watched it. I've watched yeah. it and it's happening. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's not only, it, it goes far beyond, don't take this the wrong way. It goes far beyond my joy for you. Right. Um, it goes into seeing what the Lord will do, um, with brokenness and, um, 
because even though it's hard for us on earth to sometimes understand, but um, Luke and Lacey are an absolute paradise. Right. They don't want to come back. So as much as we miss them, right, they are very, very happy where they are. Um, but so that being said, like watching the Lord, like complete a promise to you that I remember yeah. you speaking on with confidence when you were broken. Yeah. And um, it's so cool. And so I just like to say on air, I told you privately, but um, Tina and I say to both of you, congratulations. Mm. We're so happy for you. A little Thank bit you. jealous, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. your day will come. I know. I'm just and teasing. I'm just hope teasing. to be there. Celebrate yes. you guys. That's so awesome. And we're so happy for you. And um, thank you. I just wanted to ask, do you have anything else you wanted to add to this? Oh, I think that's a lot of information all about me and my wedding and what I'm feeling. Um, I just feel like God knows the desires of our heart. And if you have a desire to be married again, I believe he'll bring it. I can't tell you when or how or how long, but I believe he really does listen to those prayers and it's okay to be praying for your future spouse. God, bring him to me, like help me have um, discernment, like all of those things. And it's just going to be exciting to hear stories of more and more listeners of how God brought them someone, if that's what they want. Yes. So um, just, and I will say that I, prayed um because god absolutely does hear our prayers and um in my loneliness and and fearfulness and all these things i started praying to god for another wife and yeah i i you know i i remember telling him lord you said we can ask for anything you want anything we want in your name and i started praying for a very specific woman yeah and um and very specific details um that she would come to me and all these different things you know well actually he told me she'd come to me but um, and I felt like he did, but it wasn't like audible, but you know how that right. is. That's how it was um, too, I just yeah. felt like the strong leading, like I'm going to bring her to you. Um, and, uh, but just the things I prayed for the kind of woman that it needed to be, um, right. for me. And, uh, I feel like he brought me more than what I prayed for. Um, Tina's absolutely perfect for me. And so uh, great. So, uh, you know, I, I understand that, that gratitude and, um, you know, I just, I hope that I was excited to do this episode. I know it was, you know, me interviewing you or whatever, but I was really excited to do this episode because I think it provides so much hope yeah. to people that are so hopeless. Yeah. It can feel so hopeless to be alone and be widowed and, um, and to have lost everything, to have yeah. lost your whole life. I know I was talking, but did I cut you off? Was there more you wanted to say or no. should I pray? That's it. And I just wanted to kind of a different subject, but just say, um, I've gotten the chance to talk to a couple of listeners, um, going through grief recovery. And I just finished my first program where I took somebody through seven weeks of it. And just to see her, her quote was, I feel so much lighter, you know, and just to Mm. see how this program has helped her has been absolutely amazing. So, um, I'll continue to talk about it because I think it's an amazing program and And I will continue to share the link if you want to book um, a call with me just to learn more about it, like what this program is. Is it a good fit for you? Um, just ask me questions and stuff like that. So the link is below if you want to learn more. But I think we're I think we're good. You want to pray? Yeah. Wrap it on up. Wrap um, it on up. Yes. Lord God, I just want to first and foremost, thank you so much for the beautiful blessing that you have um, allowed all of us to witness in Michelle's life. Um, the restoration the healing and the restoring the joy from her youth. Um, we just thank you for that. And thank you for letting us be witness to it. I pray that you would bless their marriage abundantly 
and um, bless their wedding also that everything just goes perfectly mm -hmm. smoothly to plan. We pray for good weather so they can take off and just all the neat things. Pray that nobody gets their eyeballs poked out the paper <laughs> airplanes. Um, yeah. But and then I just like to um, pray over all the listeners that those that are hurting and that this is even hard to hear. I pray that you would allow this to give them hope for their future. Um, and uh, yeah, gosh, it's just such a such a tough season of life for so many of us and um so many listening and all that and i just i pray for all them lord that you would touch them and and restore what they have lost as well and i ask all of these things in the name of jesus our savior amen amen well if you like this podcast give us a little bing five stars on apple Podcasts so nice. or spotify <laughs> or anywhere you listen um, you can email us at widowed too soon m at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook at widowed too soon Instagram, all the places. We're in lots of them. So all of them. All of them. All of them. So, anyways, thanks for being here today. And uh next time I talk to you, I'm gonna be a, a married widow. I will be married. <laughs> so, anyways, we'll see you. Congratulations next time. in advance. Thank God bless. You. Bye.